You're listening to Practical Wellness with best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and mind-body wellness expert, Jaya Jaya Myra. Learn how to create good mental, emotional, and physical health simply and naturally with practical lifestyle tips for holistic well-being. Jaya Jaya Myra has inspired audiences worldwide and is here to empower you to live a healthy, purpose-filled life. And now, your host, Jaya Jaya Myra. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Practical Wellness Podcast. I have special guest Susanna Healy with me today, and I have a feeling we're going to have a great conversation, Susanna, because we both love talking about meaning and purpose and spirituality. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for having me. So what is it that made you realize that your life calling was to help other people with their life calling? Um, you know, I think that it, 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 it's sometimes amazing when you realize it's only in, in retrospect that you look back and you see all these threads of your life coming together uh, and suddenly things in retrospect make sense. Um, I've, I suppose I've always been interested in spirituality of, of I come from a Catholic, a Christian background um, and, and still have that, have that faith. Um, but, but I'm also obviously I'm, as a psychologist, I'm also interested in psychology and mental health. Um, I also was in many years ago in a job, in fact, to some extent, two jobs where I, I was doing everything that I thought ticked the boxes. I, and I loved the people I worked with and I'm still 20 years later, I'm still friendly with them. Um, and yet I felt so empty in that work. I just felt this is not me. It doesn't feel real or it doesn't it it had no um substance to it for me and yet it was everything i had studied for in college so i went back and i studied psychology kind of again as a mature student um at the time life just kind of felt empty i was one of those people that Mm -hmm. sat crying at the at the side of my bed on a sunday evening kind of going i cannot but bear the, fa- the, the thought of facing back into another week of this. So I really was really down about my work, even though, as I say, the group people I worked with were super. Um, so that kind of feeling of emptiness in my work or whatever, and I went back to psychology and I just felt this is much more me. And I, I, I to some extent, I've never looked back, but definitely, uh, and I think for a lot of people, when we find meaning, we it is step by step. It, it isn't a matter of you jump into another bo- a job and hey, presto, it's there for you. It is a matter of playing around and finding it and developing it. Um, you know, and in, certainly in psychology, and I loved psychology, but then I, I trained as a mindfulness uh, meditation teacher and taught in Ireland and the UK. And I loved that as well. Um, and then I kept coming back to, because mindfulness is very, very spiritual, but the way it's taught and the way it's kind of packaged nowadays, you don't mention the spiritual aspect. John Kabat-Zinn, who developed it as a kind of a, a program, an eight-week program, uh, the way it's delivered nowadays, um, it's kind of secular so that it can include everybody. And while I understood that message and worked within that framework for a long time, eventually I felt, do you know something? This is a deeply spiritual practice and I want to be able to talk about it. I oh, want it to be able to say the word spirituality. And so I kind of branched off into my own, you know, research and study of it. I think that spirituality and psychology are synonymous, actually. Uh, you cannot have actual spiritual growth without psychological growth and character development. They go hand in hand. And if you don't do that process of psychological growth, 
there's no way that you can reach to uh, a place of unification with inside yourself or unification of what maybe someone else would consider God. So I find it very sad when people can't use the word spirituality when they're talking about mindfulness work. I think you are absolutely right. And I, and I think for too long, we've kind of psychologized a lot of things. Um, but, you know, I mean, Carl Jung and, and various different kind of fantastic mm -hmm. leaders in the, in the psychological, um, in psychological theories, they all addressed it. They all spoke about it. But I suppose things come and go in fashion. Um, and That's I know, true. You, you know, things get fashionable and non-fashionable, whatever. And, and unfortunately, to some extent, there is this, well, certainly in Ireland, uh, because in Ireland, in our history, it was religion. And that was the only definition of spirituality that most of us were brought up with. There was no other alternative. And so that's true. That, that was my childhood, too. You know, really? I think I think, yeah. we, I think a lot of us grew up that way, that religion and spirituality were synonymous. I mean, I, yeah. I talk a lot about that in my upcoming book, like they're definitely different things and they serve different purposes and both can be really great and they're both going to affect completely different parts of your psyche. So ultimately uh, you can do both, but if you had to prioritize one, I would prioritize spirituality because it has to do with your individual connection and then religion helps to unite you with other people and be more compassionate and understanding and like make the world a better place from that perspective. Absolutely. And I think religion wants to be spiritual, but it's just that for a lot of people, it has become religion by rote. For not everybody, absolutely not. Yes. But for some people, um, because there is a kind of a, a, a maturing of spirituality with even within religion, religious life, so that it, it, it shouldn't be just a label or an identity or that's what I grew up with. So that's what I'm still. Yeah, that's why I'm still here. That there is you do kind of need to, you know, even within a religious faith to allow yourself to question to doubt to feel that I'm okay with that bit I'm not so sure about that with bit and don't worry about that just be comfortable in the fact that it means your spirituality your religion is alive it's moving and maturing and, and being questioned that means it's still alive uh, oh, so embrace I, that I agree with that completely so for someone that is coming from a religious background or even if they they don't have a background in something that's like super duper religious what would your top recommendation be for someone who wants to cultivate a spiritual practice or to deepen their spirituality? Yeah, um, I, I, I think, and, and really in, in all faiths and, and none, um, stillness would be one of the first things that we would talk about in terms of being able to still ourselves for even just a few minutes and when i say a few minutes really even if we you know if we leading somebody in a meditation for some people that is quite literally 30 seconds being able to stop the doing mode of living that we are constantly on the go and being on the go is very very valued in our society we are we tend to measure our success in life in terms of productivity you know and what we get yes. done in a day um so even being able to realize that each and every one of us is of worth without doing anything just because we are and, and that takes time to to learn and to accept to realize you are of worth just because you exist 
So very true. You know, and and so really, this kind of productivity thing is is great. It gets us lots of places. It's not to diss it in any way. It's only to say that there are a, there is another mode of being. Um, so just to try and even sit still, and it may not be to you. People kind of get frightened about co concentrating too much on their breath, and certainly the breath can be actually quite daunting to focus on if for people who suffer with anxiety, but whether you do, whether you don't, it, it just might be to, to focus on your pet and just watch it and just enjoy that, just sitting still. Um, but also spirituality is about from within to without. So while mental health is a lot to do with, you know, the brain and that kind of thing, spirituality is relationship. So it is from ourselves to the without. So it is how we hook yes. ourselves into the bigger picture of the world, be that our family, our community, nature, humankind, um, the globe, whatever it might be. So it is that connection of ourselves and our place in what I call the bigger jigsaw. No oh, jigsaw absolutely. is complete with all the, without, you know, each, there's a, every piece is needed for a jigsaw. So that's spirituality, your place in, in the bigger picture. And I think that it's a great way of looking at it in terms of religion, because like you said, spirituality comes from the inside and then blossoms outward, whereas religion starts from the outside and then is supposed to blossom inward. So Absolutely. the two can be very serendipitous for each other, but they are almost opposite types of processes if you think about them from a psychological point of view. So, so definitely, I think that that is some very sound advice for people. And where can people learn about you online and find out more about your work and your book? Well, you can get me at SusannaHealy.com or my, my most recent book is called The Seven Day Soul, Finding Meaning Beneath the Noise. So SevenDaySoul.com, you'll get me at, at that, which is kind of easier to spell than Susanna Healy. But yeah, <laughs> but I do, you know, I do a lot of work in that area of kind of finding meaning and purpose and spirituality of all kinds, religious or not, but just finding that kind of that existential health that we need to start talking about. We've got great at talking about mental health. We need to be speaking about existential health. I completely agree. My upcoming book, The Soul of Purpose, really looks at a lot of very similar things too. And mm. uh, when you're working on yourself, you're also working on making society and the world a better place. And the more that people start to understand that these two things are one and the same, that you have to work on yourself to work on creating a better society, I think our world will be in a much better place. I absolutely agree with you, Mara, because, uh, and there's, uh, there's a great phrase by um, a quote from Soren Kierkegaard, who was a philosopher, but he said, the door to happiness opens outwards. In other words, it is in service to the other and the outer world that we actually find our own happiness, because there's a lot of kind of fashion in terms of getting happy. Um, but happiness, if we chase it, the more escapes us um whereas if you kind of focus your attention on others and just see just take it even if you don't believe that take it as an experiment and just see if i start helping others how do, how do i feel and you just as a mini experiment a fun experiment and see if that actually gives you what we call eudaimonic happiness that kind of deeper joy as opposed to the funny haha -ha type of happiness Hey, I completely agree with that. Uh, everything I do, even in my business, my my day-to-day -day business, I do in the service of others and supporting their work. So I completely agree with that. Whenever you're making other people's lives better, you're making your own life better and much more meaningful. Absolutely. You're, again, it's that hooking yourself into the bigger, wider world, stopping the focus on yourself and moving outwards. Our, our society is quite a focus on, on rights, and that's absolutely right because they were needed. But we also need the balance of response, responsibility. 
um, as Victor Absolutely. Frankl often wrote about, we need responsibility as well. And it's good for us. It, instead of thinking of mm-hmm. it as a burden on our shoulders, it's good for us. It will enrich our lives. Yeah, it strengthens you. It makes you more capable. Mm. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here and talk with my audience. I'm sure everyone else is going to get so much out of this. I mean, our messages are completely completely parallel and aligned with each other. I'll definitely definitely be having you back as a guest again to talk on other topics. And thank you for being here with me, Susanna. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Such a pleasure to chat. Delighted to be here. You've all been listening to the Practical Wellness Podcast. Make sure to download, share with your friends and family, and have a great day, everyone.